We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jake. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hour number two of Early Break on the Ticket. Nick Sainert, Steve Sipple, hanging out with you guys on a Monday morning. Hope the weekend was good. Appreciate you waking up with us. As always, you guys have been great on the text line, great on the phone lines as well. Shout out to Chris from the Baldwin Shop and all the guys at the Baldwin Shop. Yeah, and all the guys that weighed in on Song of the Day. Absolutely. All the guys and women and Harper listening, all the kids. There's kids that listen to this show. We have yeah. kids. God yeah, bless them. Trust me, because you you made fun of a 12-year-old. I did not make fun of Harper. Or no. No, no, no. It was the other guy that called in to shut up Sipple. Yeah. Had the had the the strength and the willpower to take you on in trivia, and you just... All I said was, I I hope that me beating you on and shut up Sipple doesn't ruin your day. That's all. That wasn't even harsh. That's okay. right. It is what it is. All right, Nick. Uh, yeah, you you have recovered from a debaucherous weekend in Kansas City. Yes. Which uh, Kansas City is not really the, usually the place that you you're going to be debaucherous at, but uh, it was a it is it's, it was a bachelor. Party. It was a bachelor party, and you uh, you said your body shut down. Yesterday. It was the, it was the it was the first time. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. That my body was it just was like. I felt everything that my, my buddies that are older, that are 25, 27, uh-huh. 29. Yeah. Old men, yeah. Older. Yeah. Um, what they tell me what it's like, instead of being hungover uh-huh. after after a couple nights of drinking, that happened to me. Well, you're and here, I was though. 21. You're here, though. Yeah. So. And you, you, you're here, and I appreciate it. That's oh, yeah. 14. That's 14. Make, put it on the board. Um. Here we go. All right, so, let's go back to Walter Rouse. So, Walter Rouse, let's just kind of recap everything here and okay. talk about it. 402-464-5685. If you're just now joining us, Walter Rouse committed to Nebraska last Wednesday, January 11th, mm-hmm. at night, uh, during the evening. Says a lot of great things about Nebraska. Says that uh, we, we know we have a lot of haters, but we, mm-hmm. Nebraska, are going to shock the world. Yeah, so, shot we. Then less than 72 hours later, or late Saturday morning. Yeah, late Saturday morning. Late Saturday morning, Walter Rouse commits to, flips his commitment to Oklahoma. To the to the Sooners. To the Sooners. And the, it's rubbing people the wrong way. A lot of people. Because when you are in a short time frame like that, in a span of less than 72 hours, you ask yourself, understandably so as a fan, what the hell happened? And so you sit there and you think about in this day and age of college football, it has to be NIL. You think so? You would think. You would think. What's the variable other than that? I don't know. Well, I mean, what Is changed? What changed? Now, the reason some people reacted, you know what? No, no. I'm not saying our message board on Husker Online was pissed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. They, and it's fine to be. The Twitter sphere was also 
pretty pretty up in arms about it. Some of it is we, and mm-hmm. I'd say fans, and I'd say the coaching staff, looked at Walter Rouse as someone that could step in and probably be a starter. Well, that's what we got. We got a text message earlier that it was, well, this is the fault of the media and you guys for for talking so highly about a guy um, before he's even played a game in Nebraska. No, no, that's not I, the same I, I, thing. I will go back to this once again, as we said in the 6 o'clock segment. I will go back to this. There is such a thing as a 17-, 18-year-old who's coming out of high school that may not understand the college football landscape quite yet that makes his changes his mind around signing day, changes his mind what he wants to do, whatever it may be. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying we like that, but I, I would be more lenient on – understanding what happened this is a guy in Walter Rouse and and once again I don't think we as the media as the guys that cover this team misanalyzed what Walter Rouse could bring to this team this is a guy that started 39 games for Stanford this is a 23 year old athlete that less than 72 hours later after talking so highly about Nebraska decides to flip and go to Oklahoma I want to address a texture you're right about all that. I want to address a texture, though, directly saying it's our fault for hyping him up. This is not – now, there's a – I made this distinction on Friday, and I'll make it again. There's a, It's a big difference media, you, me, Sam McEwen, mm-hmm. whoever, talking about a player like this compared to talking about a player in high school who's never done anything in college – this is a player who was a second, who was a all honorable mention, all Pac-12 projected. I, I talked to an agent on Saturday that says this is a first or second rounder if he's healthy. Now he wasn't going to be available in the spring because yep. of a labrum, labrum issue, but he had Texter. He has played already in college for for a substantial amount of time. Thirty nine starts. No, it's. It's different us talking about Walter Rouse than it is an incoming high school player who's never played. It's all it's it's a whole different world for us to talk about these guys. We can talk about Walter Rouse perhaps starting at Nebraska because he started thirty nine games already at Stanford. Let me ask you this, Sip, and I don't. This is my apologies. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, so what off, is the, off the cuff, mm-hmm. he would have been Nebraska's most experienced offensive lineman. Uh, yes, he would. My, yeah, I can't believe there would be another one more. Because Nebraska doesn't have a senior. Because if you go left from left to right, it's right. Prohaska, Nuri, who was out all of last year, Ben you, Scott. You bring in Ben Scott, who's experienced, but not to the not to the not count of thirty nine games. Not quite as experienced. I not think he's quite. got twenty two plus mm-hmm. starts. Ben Scott, and okay. then and then on the right side, it's Corcoran and Benhart. Right, they don't have. He would been. And, and he, don't. he would have been the most Nebraska's experienced. O- most experienced offensive lineman. I mean, it's not. A stretch to say he would have either been starting at left tackle or right tackle. One of the two. Yeah. Not a stretch. And it's certainly not a stretch to say he would have been in the top seven. No. Yeah, right, no, right. absolutely not. Right. That I mean, it'd been disappointing if he didn't land a starting job. Yeah. I'm telling you, an agent said to me he's got first or second round talent. Well, I think and that and, might be a stretch. I, think, I also think Sip, like from a from a Husker football recruiting standpoint now, you look back at last week. And you had a lot of excitement going into last week on Monday and Tuesday because we we talked about on the show they they had Mike Mazuka committing on Tuesday we thought and they are you know going so, making his decision I should, should yeah, say on yeah. Tuesday 
than Walter Rouse we knew was going to be either Wednesday or Thursday uh-huh. or, or possibly who knows. And now you go back and you go, shoot, they were 0 for 2. Well, right. they, they were 1 and 1. Yeah. And, with and, and with Mazuka and Rouse, right. So you had this vision, right? You had this vision, Nick. Yeah. I'm sure you had this vision of Nebraska's offensive line looking a whole lot different mm-hmm. with Ben Scott at center, which he's, you know, he's, he's not going anywhere. Knock on wood. And Walter Rouse at a tackle spot and Micah mm-hmm. Mazuka at a guard spot. And here we go. If you watch Mazuka at guard for Baylor, that's a real player. Yeah. I mean, that's a real player. One of the best guards in the country, by according to Pro Football Focus, in terms of how he graded. Top, top six. Okay? Mm-hmm. And you had all these visions, right? Mazuka takes picks Florida. Rouse picks Nebraska. So we got a we got a hell of a prize there. Yeah. Nope. Going to Oklahoma. Yeah, you're right. 0 for 2. 0 for 2 on Mazuka and Rouse. Yeah. So, Nebraska fan obviously definitely disappointed, probably confused. Wait a second. Rouse committed to us. Where's So there's some confusion. Then what happened? Mm-hmm. So, In- no. I would say I mean also intrigue. Intrigue. Sure. Now this is this is what unless there's changes to college football, I tell Sean Callahan this all the time. We work together. He's always like, man, this is crazy. This, this December and January are nuts. Portals open till January 18th, okay? Mm-hmm. Today's what? What's today? 16th. It's Wednesday. Okay, portal closes January 18th. December and January, crazy. Crazy. Think of everything that's happened. Yeah. it's not. This is going to be the way it is. This is just going to be the way it is. And there's more coming. We got, I mean, Nebraska had Brett Seether on campus yeah. this weekend. Now, now Brett Seether's interesting to me. He's a Georgia tight end. Six, Brett, six five two thirty. Two, yeah, that's exactly right. Clearwater, Florida kid, but went to Georgia. Played 27 career games at Georgia. Four catches, 54 yards. Okay, in four seasons. That's across four seasons. Brett Seether, we're talking about, was on campus. Two seasons of eligibility remaining. Now, I look at this one as an interesting one. I I look at that tight end room, and I see six scholarship players. Mm-hmm. Now, not much, not much proven production, but he must be a confident kid. Because he's not going into a situation like Walter Rouse, where well, he's not really. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know about. I, I, I if I was Brett Seether, I look at that and I go, there is little to no proven production, proven guy there. But you have Thomas Fedoni there. Yep. Now you got to figure Thomas Fedoni. It's time, right? <laughs> I think I think you're transitioning into the time of of it needs to be. Well, yeah, he's had two major knee surgeries. Yes, yep. but it's. I would think that Thomas Fedoni could be a bell cow in the offense. Man, I, mean, I know what people are saying right now. Simple, just lay off. I mean, come on. Yeah. The kid's coming off two knees. I mean, he's really talented. People come off knee surgeries now. I mean, Saquon Barkley doesn't look like he ever had a knee surgery, does it? No. no. Does it? Did you see no. that horse? I, I did. See that horse yesterday? I saw it, yeah. Uh, a lot of good football. You got, Nate, you got Nate Borkercher. Mm-hmm. Now, he's, he, you know, 
Probably your most experienced guy. Most proven six catches. Six, seven catches last year. Nate Borkatcher. You got A.J. Rollins. Not proven. No. Had a great great catch in the spring game. You got James Carney. Nope, not. Not proven. You got Chris Hickman. Few catches. Has has, a a tumultuous career, though. Yeah, has gone back and forth between receiver and tight end. Just never been able to find a spot consistently. And then you have two two really unproven redshirt freshmen and Chase Androff and Brody Tagaloa. I'm just saying you have guys in that room. Now, Seether, I don't know. I guess the way I look at I still look at it like Seether must be very confident that he's going to bypass a guy like Borkature. Well, he's a guy. He has he has four catches in his entire career. Yeah, one in, tw- in 2020, three in 2022. Right, or 2021. This is me. Brett Seether. Yeah, on campus. He's also apparently it's Georgia Tech's a major player in in gotcha. the in the Brett Seether sweepstakes. Now I'm interested in Seether. I watched his film. Mm-hmm. He's interesting. He I think hey, Nick, I think he could come in and play. Well, that's why they would get him here. Yeah. I mean, I always do that. I'm still old school, though, in that he's got to come in. See, I, Nick, the way I look at it is a little different maybe than you. If I'm looking at it, I think Brett Seether is – the he comes in and he's got to pass these guys. You don't put him ahead of them. He's got to pass. Not a guy them. that has four catches in, a, in, right. in his entire career. He's got to jump can't. these guys. Yeah. These guys have been here. He got to come in and improve himself, right? You just don't say Brett Seether, you're our, you and Thomas Fedoni are our starters. Well, I think I think do you, you do that. No, but I think you could also say that everybody else has to prove themselves too. They, they got they got to figure it out. Fair. I mean, you could say that you can't everybody go in. Else. You can't go in and say, all right, Borkatcher, just because you had six less catches. than ten catches last yeah. year. But that's the most proven production that we've had out of this room. All right, you're automatically there. No, you're right. You can't. No, you just can't. No. If you want, if you want to change Nebraska's, I don't want to say reputation over the last couple of years, but just how things have played out, and you eventually want to start winning on Saturdays. That's part of the thing that has to change. Anyway, we mentioned. Yeah, you're right. I, I agree, Nick. I, Gosh, we got to stop agreeing, Sip. I know. Well, I know. But all right. Uh, now hold on, it, hold on, hold no, on. Okay. The last thing I want to say: the only reason we bring up Seether is because we know he was here, Brett Seether, and we. I think this could pop like today, mm-hmm. one way or the other. I'm not saying it's going to be Nebraska, but this this is something that's got to happen here pretty quick. As far as timeline goes, Nebraska starts classes. Nebraska. Student athletes, students in general start classes January 23rd. That's when all this has to be locked Monday. in. Monday. Yeah. If you were going to get Rouse and it was he was vacillating, um, Walter Rouse, it had to be done by January 23rd, which begs a question, by the way, Nick. I got a question for you as it applies to Walter Rouse. Do you give up on it if you're in Nebraska? Do you say, okay. Oh, boy. Okay, um, I got a question for you. If you're Matt Rule and Matt Davis. Yeah. Head of the 1890 Collective. Do you, okay, you see that news on Saturday. Okay, I'm committed to Oklahoma. Do you just say, okay, that's it for that? Or do you say, oh, no, 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 we're not done yet. We still got some days left before January 23rd. Well, I think I think you – Do you come back at him like, wait a second, what do, we, what do we need to do? 
Yeah. Do you? I mean, think about think about what this place would be like. I mean, what what? Okay, so we'll take it a step further. If Nebraska's able to gain his commitment back, just a hypothetical. Yeah, hi- Walter Rouse. You get him back. What's the conversation? What's the conversation about it's NIL. about Walter Rouse? Well, he got a better deal. He got a better deal. He got a better deal. Then he got another better now, deal. Now, I will say this. I mean, during the break, I told you off the air that if I was if Nebraska was in Oklahoma's shoes and it was less than 72 hours or whatever, I, I would hope Nebraska goes and tries to up their deal. Okay. Like, That's it, what I'm it, talking about, yeah. So, so, I suppose, why would you not... Yeah, would you just give up? Would why, you throw why, up your hands why, if you're Nebraska? Why would you? Why would you decide not to play the sweepstakes? Well, I don't know. I mean, this is this is not. Once we don't again, know if that's what that is. Even we don't even yes, know if it is yeah, a sweepstakes I, I, situation. I understand that, but once again, this is not a guy that hasn't done anything. This is not a, a guy that was a backup at Texas Tech. This was not. I, I didn't mean that to Devin Drew. I didn't mean that to, to correlate. I just picked a school out of thin air. Yeah. Um. This is not anything else. Thirty nine game starter. Yeah. This is a guy that that projected NFL pick. Bingo. Okay. Now the question: forget forget nil. Just forget nil. Or do you still go back at him and hey. say, hey, what do we need to do here? So here's this. Okay. Since we're talking about this, pretty relative. Brett Seether. Seether has committed to Georgia Tech. He has? Yep. Really? Just right here. Did it just come out? Yep. 24 minutes ago. Oh, God. We spent all that new, time talking. New offensive coordinator Buster Faulkner adds familiar face with the addition of a former Georgia tight end. Georgia Tech offensive coordinator Buster Faulkner, Faulkner has his first recruiting win as a member of the Georgia Tech staff. Brett Seether, a tight end from the University of Georgia, just has committed to Georgia Tech and enrolled in the school, he tells me. Seether. This is from Russell Johnson, a recruiting analyst with uh, JacketsOnline.com, which is their rival site. Seether visited Nebraska this weekend. Yep. So it says Seether made the decision to enroll at Georgia Tech following a last-minute trip to Nebraska. Nebraska didn't nail him down. So there you go. Nick, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for finding that. Okay. So uh, that's, that's, that's it. That's the way it goes. I mean, it's not. It's the way it goes. They need a tight end, though. They, they do. They need a couple couple guys. Uh, I, they need to go on the offensive line. The, you went in last week, and, and nobody can tell me whether you're the staff or whether you're a fan or whether you're a me- Nobody can tell me that they don't when they tried to go get two guys last week. Oh, no. Offensive line for sure. I mean. Now, now again, go back to Seether. I just got done saying they have a full room of tight ends. How bad did they need him? I know I'm, I'm yeah, contradicting with, myself a yeah. little bit here. Seether doesn't bother. I mean, Seether to me was alluring. His film, he's good. He probably would have worked his way into playing time if not start, not if not being a starter. We don't know for sure, and yeah. we're never going to know because he's going to Georgia Tech. Yeah. Um, thank you for that update. Seether's out. Yeah. Seether's out. Okay. Yeah. What a what a now crazy, what? <laughs> now what? Yeah. Exactly. Now what? Now, I mean, just striking out a little bit. But I see, like, I don't think that. I don't think they they. I, I look at the Walter Rouse. No. They got him. They they had him, until something changed, 
where Walter Rouse didn't let Nebraska know anything mm-hmm. and just less than 72 hours flipped to Oklahoma because of something that Oklahoma did. Well, one thing, again, to recap, it, you know, not everybody's listening at 6 o'clock. I was told there was some negative recruiting going on aimed at Donovan Rayola. Yeah. Now, that happens. That happens. It's wicked. Of course it's going to happen. Yeah, that he hasn't put anybody in the NFL, mm-hmm. and Oklahoma used that. And Baylor might have used that, too. Heard it from a good source. Now, I don't know. There's probably a lot of reasons. We've, yeah, I don't know. But, Nick, having him at one point and then not having him is not, doesn't It's It's a loss, yes. I, under, I understand that. I understand that it's a loss. But that's where it is was that a Nebraska issue, or not was that was that a Walter Rouse issue? Yeah, I'd say not a Nebraska. I mean, but once again, they didn't keep him. Right, they didn't keep him. They didn't keep him. I, I still I, go back I also, to. I also don't know if they were informed that he was ever going to not be a part of this thing. I wonder about that. That's where it comes back to. I'll raise the question I raised at six o'clock, which is a fascinating question for a journalist. How far are we? from well and this is for fans how far are we from fans wanting media mm-hmm. to make the call to the these collectives have people who head them up de facto general managers we'll call them how far are we from media calling collectives like about a walter rouse situation saying hey is there anything you'd want to say you want to weigh in on this was this was this walter rouse taking a better deal at Oklahoma. Did you even know anything about it? Yeah, or, yeah, we don't even have to get into the deal. We can just say, did you know? Like, because you can't, it's you can't, I don't know, I guess you could call the coach. But right now you don't really can't call Matt Rule no. about this. He's no. not, it's not a Trev Alberts issue. You know what it is? It's a collective issue, maybe. I mean, maybe. Yeah. You'd want to find that out. But now people asked in the 6 o'clock hour, why, Joe and Boulder, God bless you, why wouldn't you do that? Well, the answer is because the collectives aren't affiliated with the university. It's a separate it's entity. To be, it's supposed to be separate. Right. Matt Rule is supposed to, when they're partnered with universities like the 1890 is. They're, they're, they're not to, partnered, not par- really. But not partnered, but it's. it's Loose affiliation. Re- related to Nebraska yeah, athletes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The coaches are supposed to give the athletes all the resources they can yeah. to know how to work and how to. How to how to operate within the parameters of NIL? Right, they're supposed to get. That's part of it, yeah. right? That's remember a good when, way remember, to put it. Remember when NIL was beginning, mm-hmm. and back in in May of twenty twenty one. Now twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. Yeah, whatever whatever year it was, it was May first. Started August day. one of twenty twenty, I believe. Okay, so twenty twenty one. Either whatever day NIL it's started, a year, it was a year old even, in August. Or even prior, it was a year old in August. Okay, so twenty twenty one. So even prior to NIL officially starting, programs were having guys open doors. Yeah. Headquarters right down the street in Lincoln, yeah. downtown Lincoln, yeah. with uh, Blake Lawrence and Adi Kanalik. We're having guys go into programs to talk about how to educate educate themselves on how to operate through NIL in a legal way. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is that's part of it. Is remember recruiting back then? It was yeah, Nebraska's done a really good job. They're they're really starting to 
to get themselves ready to the break into the NIL game. Right. And they're helping us players yep. with how to operate and how to how to manage Within the NIL yeah. legally. That was that was a recruiting tool. But now what? It's like the, it's a wild wild west. Oh. And, and if you need an example just 24 hours ago or 48 hours ago now. Yeah, and if you really the whole, want an the whole 3 day situation. If you want an extreme example, if you want an extreme example, mm-hmm. go read Florida media about Jaden Rashada, the Florida five-star quarterback from California who signed who signed with the Gators, five-star quarterback, and then didn't report. And it's all you got to do is read. I mean, it's not, this is not Sipple and Nick. This is not conjecture. Read the Florida reports. It's an NIL deal. Mm-hmm. And it's millions of uh, – or a, apparently maybe a failed NIL deal or something that went awry in the NIL deal. And millions of dollars. Yeah. We're talking about millions of dollars. Uh, over $10 million. <laughs> well, that's that's what that's the number that's been reported. I who knows, but um, that's now. I don't know. Seether just picked Georgia Tech, and maybe he just wanted to be closer to home. He's from Clearwater, Florida, um, nearby, pretty nearby. Not you know, it's not doesn't take long to get from uh, Georgia to Clearwater, Florida. That's Tampa. That's the Tampa area. So they lose Seether. I was very interested in Seether. Brett. Well, unfortunately, commits to Georgia Tech. So Nebraska. Enrolls in, that, that will not be changing. Brett oh, Seether he's enrolled. Not, he is enrolled, enrolled at Georgia Tech. Yeah. That, that will not be a situation where Nebraska could go out and grab him. Now, there could be a, a – there could be, right before we go to break here, a former five-star prospect and a three-year Georgia – MJ Sherman, a three-year Georgia contributor. Yeah, MJ Sherman, a pass rusher. He could be on the Nebraska campus checking out the Huskers soon. We don't know if that's going to happen or not, but I would, I would look for that. MJ Sherman is the next name. Another, to watch. another guy that's played in, I mean, in, in a considerable amount of games through his time at Georgia. Yeah, most. I mean, not not a household name. No. But but he's he's played there. He's played. He's a lot played. of special teams. A lot of special teams, exactly. Um, sounds like it was a case of, once again, Georgia just becoming a powerhouse and getting talent behind him. Mm-hmm. And not Recruit necessarily. over him. And the way I say that also is articles I've read through through multiple outlets have that. And then also MJ Sherman says, this one really hurts. I'm going to be a bulldog for life. Mm-hmm. As he tweeted something similar to that out. As in, I don't want to leave. Oh. Oh, but this one really hurts. This meaning, one, yeah, I mean, he might have been meaning, hey, cut. It's time to yeah. time to go find somewhere else to play. So I don't know. We'll find out as we go forward. Also, um, I should mention Matt Rule visited Dylan Riola on Friday down in Arizona. Obviously at Dylan, the school at the school. Dylan Riola um, attended the national championship game. So that's there's that as well. Um so still Nebraska in the thick of it for for Mr. Ryle. Oh, they're 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 definitely in the thick of it. Definitely in the thick of it. I'd put George as the favorite right now. I'd put that's just me. That's just conjecture. Yeah. Exactly. Nebraska's absolutely in the thick of it. I'd say USC's in the thick of it. Oregon is in the thick of it. I'd I'd even maybe say TCU. I wouldn't count TCU out of the, the sister, sweepstakes. Sister plays at volleyball at TCU right. as well. Yeah. So, um, all right. 
when we come back, NFL discussion. Oh, there was wonderful. quite the NFL weekend. Yeah. Couple interesting decisions. Mike McDaniel. Couple, well, not decision. He didn't get a play in. Yeah, yeah. On fourth and one. That. Um, also, last night, John Harbaugh, last possession of the game, just decided to huddle up about 12 times, wasting so much time. We'll talk about all that coming up next. Early break on the ticket.